When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. He's fresh off working on Channel 10 for the races. Uh, got, he knows everything there is to know about the round ball, about football. Please welcome the P-man, Adam Peacock. Welcome, Adam. <laughs> Hello, Professor. Hello, Bozza. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. How are you? Brooks Very is well. here too, and so is Marky. Oh, Marky and Brooksy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah they're both here. Yeah. Actually, my, my, a sign just, a SEN sign just fell on Brooksy. Marcus just going to beat the people up who accidentally flicked it on him. So, yeah, so if we get interrupted, it's not because of anything else, but we've um, basically been escorted off the premises. But anyway, good to have you here, buddy. Absolutely. Now, P-Man, you followed that World Cup victory very closely. I was tuning into Willow Talk throughout the whole World Cup. You and Hads did a great job, and then Elisa uh, towards the end. Uh, mate, Boz is in here saying... It's the greatest World Cup victory by any Australian side ever. Do you agree on that sentiment? Uh, in terms of winning the title uh, in the circumstances, I'd, I'd agree. Um, 99 was pretty good because they were hopeless for the first half of the tournament and then came good and had that dramatic uh, draw against South Africa. 03, they just, um, just put the cleaners for everyone. 07, they did the same. So they were the two best sides. Uh, 2015 was special on home soil, but... I think in terms of against the odds, yeah, that that um, that has to be the best. Maybe just with 87 behind them when Alan Porter's side were regarded as a bit of no hopers back then. But goodness sakes, winning that over there in those circumstances when it was all set up for an Indian win was, was just, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I think we have to qualify. I, I, I said, like, for me, it was one of the great Australian sporting moments. Um, of all yeah. time and also in that one day World Cup because there would have been other more exciting you know and you know like, like I said to you before and I said this I don't know if you, you wouldn't have heard it Adam but I said like for example you know qualifying for the World Cup against Uruguay Massive, would yeah. be in one of the greatest Australian sporting moments yes. but this is this is sort of in my yep. opinion different it's just like winning yes, the World Cup yeah, that was just thing. qualifying yeah. you know what I mean so I think yeah I think, I think that pretty much covers it and Adam, uh, we'll start off local and then we'll go abroad about your beloved Newcastle. Uh, Derby <laughs> Day tomorrow. Uh, let, yeah. Tell us about the Derby Day, yeah? Oh, it's the best. Um, Sydney Derby, it's, it's, it's right up there with um, a football experience, having not uh, experienced what you've experienced, Bozo, around the world, but um, a couple of things here and there. A, a great Sydney Derby in front of 40,000 at Allianz Stadium is is right up there in terms of atmosphere. So um, I think these are two sides that have, have the capabilities to go at each other in, the, in an attacking sense. So it's it's set up, I think, for a, a great night. And um, hopefully there's a crowd that justifies the standing of, of what is. And when we were doing it, Bos at Fox, we always yeah. used to look forward to this, whether or not we're going well, or we did. sitting there in was, the studio. There was 60, six, exactly, there were 60,000 there one, one year, I remember. An opening yeah, game of the season yeah. at Acor Stadium. 
Yeah, yeah about seven years ago that was. So there's been yeah. a few issues with the A-League since then in a political sense and off the field and what's going on and how's it being managed and finances and all that. But the point is that the football is still extremely watchable. And I'll, I'll mm. say that to a blue face. It, it is good football still of an A-League standard. So um, this will be a heightened game tomorrow night. And, yeah, it'll be... In, if you like your football, watch it because you'll be entertained. All right, and, and just uh, we had a, quite a few texts in and somebody was talking about this young boy, Kacharski. Um, yeah, Jaden Sydney. Kacharski. Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, what do you know about him? Obviously, he's a junior that's come through. Tell us about him. Yeah, well, he, he used to jump around in the cove, I think, or, or were around with Sydney fans not that long ago. He was, he was on the other side of the fence and now uh, talented young player, quick little winger, can realise a goal. He scored a wonder goal in an Australia Cup game a couple of months ago um, to get Sydney FC through and they went on to win the competition. But I think Uffi Talley, the new manager, he's going to give him a real chance. He didn't get a huge chance under Steve Corica for a variety of reasons. But I think this this kid's got something. So hopefully he gets a good run of games because that's what they need at that age. And yeah, he's one of a few um, on either side that are, are young and capable of, of coming up with their best moment yet in the football pitch for their club. Okay. P-Man, will you be heading out there tomorrow night? Because uh, Boz is there, I'm there, Brooksy's there. I, th- I thought we could have a little Marky's reunion. there as well. Marky's there. I won't because uh, one of the girls is dancing in a dance at Stedford and the seven-year-old has no babysitter at home. So I've magnanimously put my hand up because actually I want to watch the other derby, the, the Central Coast Newcastle derby before, so I can watch both in the comfort of my living room and um, do my duties as a father. It's fantastic. But what a wonderful father you are! But just to let you know, the option is that you can leave your be- uh, your lovely daughter with my yeah. wife and our two, if you wish. Yeah. Beautiful. Just one little, just one little, you know, in brackets, you know, NB note. Well, if she does come back and happens to sort of start saying words that you never heard before, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, but, but other than that, it'll be a fantastic time. Yeah. All right, now let's talk about your beloved Newcastle in the UK. Huge week coming up. Um, obviously, yeah. ma- match day five of the Champions League. But before that, uh, this weekend, uh, they get back on the road uh, with the Premier League uh, with a home game, huge game, buddy, against Chelsea. Um, it's been a yeah. little bit more difficult for them this season, especially playing Champions League midweek. We spoke about that and how intense and, and the ups and downs, plus coupled with the fact they've got such a hard group coming up. So let's talk about the Chelsea game first and, and how do you think they're just chucking in general in the Premier League, putting up with basically, you know, getting used to playing three times a week. Well, they can't at the moment because they've, they've got half the squad injured, unfortunately, or a third of the squad injured, and there's some very big players in that lot. Um, and for those who follow their Premier League but don't know really how it works, you, you look at Newcastle and you think, oh, well, we're the richest club in the world. They're owned by Saudi Arabia now. They yeah. can just go out and buy players. It doesn't work like that. There's a, yeah. there's, a, there's a mechanism in there that says you can't, spend more than you earn basically in a, in a roundabout way two thirds of your turnover way. that's right yep exactly so newcastle have got to build up their turnover before they can go out and buy a hundred million dollar player so um they can't just go into the market in january and go nuts but i think they're going to have to because um Bozzy, you always say it, when they get to march april they're running on fumes well it seems okay. at the moment we're not even in december and and Newcastle are on fumes physically. So that's that's been the issue, but that was always going to be the case because it's mm. it's difficult. They're high-intensity games. Newcastle play a high-intensity style above that. Mm. So, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a tricky trip to Paris next week. And a, and a tough yeah, one. I was going to say that. So I reckon in, Chelsea in coming the, good. 
Correct. In in and okay, Chelsea, and then obviously uh, in the group of death. Yeah. Uh, next week, uh, Wednesday, our time, they play PSG, who is walloped four-one in in the first game of the group uh, of uh, of the Champions League. But after the last result, if we look at Group F, Adam, so Borussia Dortmund, who surprised everyone, sit after four games on seven points. PSG, Paris Saint Germain is on six. AC Milan on five, and Newcastle on four. If you happen mm. to lose against PSG, which is, a, you know, PSG one of the best teams in the world, do you think that will put pay to qualifying for the knockout rounds of the Champions League altogether or not? Yeah, yeah, that'll be out. And I actually hope that they miss out on third place, which means going into the Europa League. Um, finish fourth, don't have any Europe for the second half of the season and concentrate on getting back into the Champions League through the league. Now, that, that sounds defeatist. Um, but I'd rather that than have to play every Thursday, Sunday in um, Europa League and yep. Premier League. It's, it, people over here can't really get their head around how how hard it is for players in the second half of the season if you're playing three times a week. It's like it's ridiculous. And we, we look at AFL and NRL, and they're physically heavy contact games more so than football. But mentally, physically, it, like I don't know how those players do it sometimes, and they they end up having a like a a one-and-a-half-week off-season because of international games at the end of it, and then they're back into it. They're, they're, they're machines, but every machine has their limit. And you've seen that. I mean, saw just during the international break, Kamavinga out injured now. Zaire Emery from PSG out injured. Um, Gavi from Barcelona, 9 to 12 months ACL. It's catching up with them all. That's a, that's a conversation for another day. It but is. the boys want to ask you about the horse racing yeah. exploits yeah. That, uh, that we, yes. we saw you on Instagram. And Twitter quite recently down in Melbourne. Marky, Brooksy, Professor, go for your life. How was the horse racing? <laughs> <laughs> cutting, edge. cutting edge. Cutting edge, Pref. Thanks, cutting Mike. edge. Yeah. Uh, it was good, thanks, <laughs> Professor. No, it was... Um, or was that Brooksy, was it? No, oh, it was me. It was me. Brooksy's still laughing. You. No, it was good. It was good. I was working um, for... I was actually working for the international coverage for the Cup Battle for Flemington, so... Um, wow. We went out to all around the world, and it was an awesome carnival. Um, it was like really well uh, attended, like eighty thousand on on the big days. Wow, um, huge! There's obviously a lot of consternation, but it does my head in a bit because, like, you have the Everest up here, and I, I yeah. went to the Everest as well and thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a great day. Um, not one murmur of nut to the cup or you know all that. So, so say what you want about horse races, but then they stick their head above the water. At one time of the year, and it's just—it's just stupid. If you've got to have a problem with it, have a problem with it all year round, and go out the front at a can- at a Canterbury on a Wednesday. So, yeah, it, it, these horses, yeah. and I've, I've got the chance to go to a few stables and that. And again, it reiterated, I've spent a bit of time in horse racing before, but they are extremely well looked after and, and loved. Um, so, anyway, I, I, I loved it. It was good fun, and um, yeah, hopefully get to do it again next Super. year. Now, Love that. Go for it up front. Ben, I understand you have a hard out at quarter past, um, so we, we better let you go. here. Have you got another interview to do? Are you on another station? or What's going no, on? No, I've got to go to another dance uh, concert. <laughs> is this your one? Are you performing tonight, P-Man? Yes, I am. Uh, interpretive, it is, uh, Professor. You're very good I'm at gonna, it. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, uh, the interpretation of horse racing. Very good. A, a quick one before you go, your beloved, your beloved Manly Sea Eagles. Uh, how are they shaping for the for the new season? Uh, haven't been down to training yet. Okay. <laughs> um, I think they'll be okay. Professor's on the on the back. Yeah, we'll be this I think I, they'll be better than Brooksy's Dragons. 
Well, funnily oh, enough, yeah, no, right, right, right. you know, Brooks is trying to be nice here. You had to stick it in there. Yeah, right, I, was, I, I was going to say some nice things See? about the Seagulls. Hey, no? P-Man, I uh, ran into Luke Brooks the other day. He was at a cafe. Oh, yes. Yeah. I just said, g'day, go to the Did you apologise? So sorry for running into you. Well, you know what? He's, I reckon I could take him out, actually. He's only a wee man. <laughs> well, it always makes a difference as somebody can't see you coming and you've got a baseball Absolutely. bat. Absolutely. Yeah, really no, I would never touch <laughs> our new running half like that. Uh, and I, I got into it pretty deep with him and he said, we're fine. He said, top four. Oh, He wow. said, let Peacock top know, top four. Yeah, he said, wow. Easy. <laughs> at a canter. He said, let the P-man yeah. know. So, um, Are you sure Brooksy wasn't Crooksy? Hey, P-Man, we'll let you go. You've got to do your interpretive dance. Make sure you stretch, and uh, we'll see you soon. <laughs> Take care, Adam. Thank you Have so much. Arm,